Welcome to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. For over 30 years, Paul Stone has been seriously handicapping college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Over the past five seasons, spanning almost 600 releases, Paul has hit 55% against the spread in college football, gaining the respect of sports books and bettors throughout the world. He is monitored by highly respected the Sports Monitor of Oklahoma City. Paul has also won two major Las Vegas football handicapping contests and finished in the top four in two others. Each week, Paul will provide exclusive handicapping insights on the podcast. To receive Paul's exact picks each week, you can sign up for member-only access at paulstonesports.org. Now, on to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's finally here. Uh, the first four games kick off today, Tuesday, March 14th, uh, as I record uh, shortly before 1 p.m. Central Time. Uh, today, we have Texas A&M Corpus Christi in Southeast Missouri State. Uh, set to tip off in Dayton, Ohio at 5.40 p.m. Central. Uh, the nightcap in Dayton pitting Mississippi State of the Southeastern Conference against Pittsburgh of the Atlantic Coast Conference. Tip off in that one set for 8.10 p.m. Central. Hello, everyone. I'm Paul Stone, and this is episode 95 of the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. And this week's version, blandly, but perhaps appropriately, titled opening weekend of the madness. So in this week's podcast, I'm going to examine a handful of games to be played both Thursday and Friday, obviously at various sites throughout the country. Uh, I actually think I'm going to do four games on Thursday and four on Friday. In some cases, I'm going to offer an, a betting opinion on the game uh, at the end of my little uh, dissertation on the game. In others, I'll just offer information hopefully useful information. At some point, I'm going to provide a uh, full tournament matchup as well in this week's uh, Valspar Championship down in Florida. First, however, a quick plug for my service, Paul Stone Sports. My March Madness package currently available for just $99 at paulstonesports.org. That package provides you with all my premium selections in the madness from today all the way through the national title game, the first Monday in April in Houston for just $99. Uh, you can also get my PGA Tour package or my combo March Madness PGA Tour package, if interested, at paulstonesports.org. Before we go into full hoops mode, I'm going to go ahead and uh, provide that comp selection in the PGA Tour's uh, Val's Par uh, Championship. That tournament tees off this Thursday, March 16th, at the Innisbrook Resorts Copperhead Course in Palm Harbor, uh, Florida. Former LSU standout Sam Burns, he's the event's two-time defending champion of this event, so he's seeking his third straight win uh, in the Val's Par. But as you probably expected, I'm going to go a little bit further downstream, a little bit further down the board. I'm looking at a full tournament matchup pitting Eric Cole against Nick Hardy. Uh, Cole, you might remember if you follow uh, golf closely, rather, he lost in a sudden death playoff, a really tough loss, lost in a sudden death playoff to Chris Kirk at the Honda Classic just three weeks ago. 
in this matchup against Hardy, only a minus one eighteen favorite. Uh, I believe we're getting cold on the cheap here. I actually made the price cold minus one forty five over Hardy. Looking at Nick Hardy's recent performance, he's missed four straight cuts. His best finish this calendar year only tied for forty first. And besides the uh, sudden death playoff loss uh, to Kirk a few weeks back. Cole is coming off a tied for 27th this past weekend against a stellar field at the Players' Championship. So take Cole minus 118 over Nick Hardy in a full tournament matchup at the Battles Park Championship in Florida. Going to look at some games uh, starting with Thursday. Um, just kind of handpicked a few. Um, been doing a lot of media, a lot of podcasts and so forth. and. Uh, been a busy few days for uh, guys that do what I do, handicappers uh, uh, who concentrate on college sports. And the three sports, again, that I do specialize, college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf. Going to look at the Texas Colgate game uh, on Thursday. Uh, Texas favored by uh, 13 and a half and 147. I want to... Uh, Look at some of these lines and be sure these are up to date. Going to go out to going to look at the uh, app at Circa in Las Vegas. They they cater to sharp action, so we're going to use their lines as uh, our uh, as our line here for these. I meant to check these before I got started, and sometimes uh, things just kind of slip your mind. So y'all bear with me here. But uh, I'll start talking about it as I call this up. You know, first of all, in Texas, when the Longhorns are at their best, which they have been so far in the month of March, they look every bit like a team that could cut down the nets in Houston on the first Monday in April. Looking at this Colgate team, uh, their opponent on Thursday, Colgate plays in the Patriot League. Always difficult in my mind to have a clear read on just how good teams are from the lesser leagues. The Raiders, though, they did win at Syracuse by 12 in mid-November, but they also later lost by 12 at Penn of the Ivy League and got really handled by 27 at Auburn. One thing Colgate has, though, in its corner, it can shoot the three-pointer. It leads the entire nation in three-point percentage, hitting 41% of its attempts from beyond the arc. As we know, the three-pointer can be a great equalizer in college basketball. In some of these upsets we're going to see over the next few days, we really enjoy this action. We enjoy March Madness. It's going to be the three-pointer that's going to allow the little guy to compete and perhaps upset the big guy. And Colgate can shoot that three-pointer. Again, it's the great equalizer in college basketball. Texas favored by 13.5 with a total of 147. This is a game I'm not going to offer opinion. It's an interesting game. Uh, it'll be uh, interesting to see how Colgate fares against the Longhorns, a Longhorn team uh, that actually uh, pretty much manhandled Kansas by 20 in the Big 12 tournament final there in Kansas City this past Saturday. But important to note, Kansas didn't have anything to play for. They already had a number one seed wrapped up. Also, they were without their head coach, Bill Self, uh, who uh, it's hopeful he'll be on the sideline for the Jayhawks opening 
a round game this week, and they were also without one of their top players, Kevin McCullers, and had little to play for, but still an impressive showing by the Longhorns. Now we're going to go to another game on Thursday, and this is also a game featuring a team from the uh, Lone Star State, and this is going to uh, pit the uh, Longhorns' bitter, bitter rival, former uh, Southwest Conference and Big 12 rival, and soon to be, you know, fellow member in those conferences, and soon to be fellow members of the same conference, the Southeastern Conference, Texas A&M favored by three with a total of 134.5 against the Nittany Lions of Penn State. First of all, both of Thursday's combatants lost in their respective conferences tournament final on Sunday. Miami lost by 19 to Alabama. Penn State fell by just two points to Purdue and Zach Eady. Penn State, one thing attractive to me about the Nittany Lions in this tournament time of year is their scoring guard, Jalen Pickett. The 6'4 senior averages 18 points a game, but he had 41 points against Illinois in mid-February. Then the very next game against Minnesota tallied 32. So he's a guy who can clearly carry a team, and that type of player can be instrumental in spelling the uh, the difference, frankly, between victory and defeat when it comes to March Madness. I really like the way that Texas A&M performed during SEC play. They really deserve better than the seven seed that they got. That's really my biggest gripe with the committee's process. They've got a very difficult job, but Texas A&M deserve better than a seven seed. But three, man, that is simply too juicy to pass up with Pickett and Penn State. Take Pickett and Penn State plus the points, plus the three over Texas A&M. Going to look at another game, and this is not by design. I mean, I do live in Texas, but this is teams also from the Lone Star State, the University of Houston Cougars. They're going to go up against Northern Kentucky. Houston uh, currently uh, almost a 20-point favorite in this game, and as we look here, they are favored by 19 with a total of 122.5 there at Circa in downtown Las Vegas. In this Houston-Northern Kentucky game, really the biggest question here is will American Athletic Conference Player of the Year Marcus Sasser be able to play for Houston after straining his growing in the first half of the conference tournament semifinals? Without Sasser in the American Athletic Conference Tournament Championship, Houston actually lost by 10 to Memphis on Sunday there in Fort Worth. But much like Kansas, the Cougars had Little to play for. They were already a number one seed. And Houston actually, according to the committee, the number one overall seed in the entire tournament. Looking at Northern Kentucky, uh, it did defeat Cincinnati at home uh, by 13 early in the season. Uh, But it also lost its uh, opener, which was also played on their home floor. Northern Kentucky losing at home by 22 to Kent State of the MAC the golden flashes also in the tournament field. Northern Kentucky in this game, they're going to be outclassed, no question about it. But with Sasser's status up in the air for the Cougars and the hefty number, I have no interest in this game, so I'm going to pass on the Houston-Northern Kentucky game. Going to look at a game now featuring Tennessee of the Southeastern Conference and Louisiana 
uh, the Raging Cajuns of the Sun Belt Conference. I don't think anybody, first of all, is going to argue uh, that this is not the same Tennessee team uh, without standout uh, point guard Zachai Ziegler. Uh, Ziegler lost for the season back on February 28th in a game against Arkansas. Ziegler's stat line, uh, he, he just has production uh, in all areas of the game, 11 points a game, scoring 5.4 assists, 2.7 rebounds, two steals a game. Uh, your point guard, it's tough to lose him at this point in the season. That's a lot of production. Uh, again, that's going to be difficult to replace. They're going to replace some of that production, obviously, with the uh, players who step in and take those minutes. But they're certainly not going to be able to replace all of that production and certainly not his uh, leadership uh, and veteran, uh, just his veteran perspective and so forth. But the Volunteers, fair to point out, they were actually starting to show uh, some chinks in the armor prior to Ziegler's injury. So uh, Tennessee was uh, you know, one of the, the top teams uh, earlier in the year, started uh, faltering a little bit, and now they're without their uh, point guard. Tennessee in this game favored by 10.5 over Louisiana with a total of 136.5. Watch that Texas-Louisiana game. Uh, Texas actually hosted the Raging Cajuns four days before Christmas there at Austin at the new Moody Center. Texas led that game by 22 at the half. Longhorns won by 28. You know, it, it really um, put a, a, not a bad taste in my mouth about Louisiana, but I would like to take the Raging Cajuns in this spot. Probably going to need 11 uh, points or more uh, before I start taking thinking about rather uh, seriously getting a ticket on this game. So if Louisiana, if, they, if this line goes up to 11, certainly 11 and a half, I might take Louisiana. Uh, small, maybe for a small cup of gumbo. So uh, Louisiana small if it goes up to 11 or 11 and a half. Moving on and uh, looking at everything here, if y'all bear with me. So I think that's my four Thursday games. Now we're going to move to four Friday games. We're going to start out with a game on Friday between uh, Xavier and Kennesaw State. Kennesaw State actually the only entry in the NCAA tournament field from the state of Georgia. Who would have uh, who would have thunk it? Xavier in this uh, game favored by eleven and a half, uh, with a high total of one hundred and fifty and a half. First of all, Xavier they lost one of the, its top scores uh, in late January, I believe it was. Uh, that being Zach Fremantle. Uh, Fremantle averaged a, a shade over 15 points a game. But since losing Fremantle, the Musketeers, 8-4 and four straight up, 6-6 six and six against the spread in those 12 games. So I think it's fair to say that his loss has not, you know, appeared to have a great impact on the Musketeers' overall performance. Certainly not a plus. But it hadn't been like a death nail to their uh, tournament hopes. Some have said, some close to the program have said they're certainly not as good on offense without Fremantle, but perhaps a little bit better on defense uh, with his, uh, you know, with him being uh, out of the lineup. Kennesaw State, you look at their road to the NCAA tournament, and I'm not talking about their road just 
this season, but their road over the last three or four seasons. This is a team, the Owls, that went 1-28 and in the 2019-20 season. Then they followed that up with a 5-19 and season. Kennesaw State, though, now preparing for its first-ever appearance in the NCAA tournament. Uh, they earned a spot in the tournament after they defeated Liberty uh, on their home floor there at Kennesaw State uh, in the Atlantic Sun Tournament Final. They actually tied for the regular season Atlantic Sun uh, Conference Championship with Liberty. I think they were both 15-3 and three in league play, but Kennesaw gets the home court advantage in the championship game by virtue of their head-to-head victory over Liberty in the uh, regular season of conference play. So they beat Liberty twice this year uh, on their home floor, and that's what it took to get them to the to the tournament. You know, I, I'm not as a handicapper. I, I'm not a sucker. I don't fall for these feel-good stories. I certainly enjoy them. I appreciate them, and it gives me a fuzzy feeling. But at the batting window, I don't really take it into consideration. This is probably a game that I'm going to pass on. If somebody had to have action on this particular game, it would be Kennesaw plus the double digits or nothing from my perspective. We're going to go to a game now, pitting teams from opposite uh, parts of the country, St. Mary's against Virginia Commonwealth. Uh, This game featuring uh, or having uh, St. Mary's as a four-point favorite with a total of 122.5. And I'm not looking at all the you know totals here all at once, but that might be the lowest total of uh, any first-round tournament game. Probably is. Both these teams, obviously, they rely heavily on defense. Uh, St. Mary's, their offense, a lot of motion. They milk the shot clock, do a masterful job of that. Uh, so this game is an interesting um, – You know, a lot of people might not like this style of college basketball, but I really enjoy it. And this game could be first one to 60 wins. You know, that could be the team to move on to Sunday. Looking at VCU, they rank 17th in defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. They also rank in the uh, top 35 in three key statistical defensive categories, those being scoring defense. Uh, They allow only 62.9 points per game. Also, effective field goal percentage by their opposition. They rank in the top 35. And also rank in the top 35 two-point field goal percentage by their opposition. Four points in my mind. That's a lot of points in this style of matchup. Since January 1st, so in the new year, it's only a three-game sample size, but still I'm going to throw it out there. VCU has been the betting underdog on three occasions since January 1st. They've not only covered all three, they've won all three of those games outright. A young St. Mary's team has to win this matchup by five points for us to lose our bet. So I'm siding with the Rams. Take VCU plus four over St. Mary's. Going to look now at the Creighton-North Carolina State game. I think it's going to be played around 3 p.m. on Friday afternoon. But Creighton favored by five, a total of 148.5 over NC State. This Creighton team... In the spirit of full disclosure, the Blue Jays lost outright seven times this season as the betting favorite. So in games they were favored, they lost seven of those games outright. And in two of those seven games, they were actually favored 
by double digits. So what does this all mean to me? It means that I don't trust the Blue Jays to win by half a dozen over a quality opponent in the NCAA tournament. But now you got to look at NC State. If you're going to, you know, I'm not going to take Creighton, but am I going to take NC State? NC State, this is a team that has some injury concerns, and they did. Uh, the Wolfpack stumble down the stretch. They lost three of their like they've lost three of their last four games. Two of those by 25 or more points, so got blown off the full floor in uh, two of those losses. So the Wolfpack, they don't really inspire great confidence either. So this Creighton-NC State game is a pass for Mr. Stone at this point. No action on that game. We're going to go to Miami and Drake, though. I think this is one of the more interesting first-round games uh, of them all. Uh, unfortunately, Miami lost standout forward Norchad O'Meara uh, to an ankle injury in the opening minute of the ACC tournament semifinal game against Duke over the weekend. Uh, O'Meara, one of the most impactful transfers in all of college basketball this season, in my opinion, transferred in from Arkansas State, ended up this season being a second-team All-ACC selection, averaging 14 points, almost 10 rebounds a game, Blocked some shots, too. He's a defensive force in the middle. His availability for Friday's game against Drake is uncertain. But my gut instinct, this isn't based on any inside information or knowing any sports writers or people close to the program or anything of that nature. But my gut instinct, seeing him at the time of the injury and kind of reading between the tea leaves, I don't think he's going to play. It's certainly an advantage from Miami's standpoint that their first-round game is being played on Friday rather than Thursday. That gives O'Meara an extra day of treatment, an extra day of healing. But I still, I just, my gut tells me he's not going to play. And this Drake team, uh, they're not a joke. You know, they've been playing solid basketball since late January. The coach's son, uh, a 6'8 guy, he can shoot from the perimeter, a score, uh, gives them a big-time player. Uh, Drake, the Bulldogs, they've won 13 of their past 14 uh, it was particularly impressive. I watched some of their, uh, quite a bit of their action in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. They disposed of their three opponents in their conference tournament by a total of 51 points uh, to earn a spot in the tournament. So I really like this Drake team. I took Drake plus three on Sunday night. I can still recommend plus two and a half. I believe the Bulldogs are going to win this game straight up. So take Drake plus two and a half over Miami, Florida. So that does it. Hopefully I hit eight games. If I, I didn't hit eight, I know I at least hit seven. So there's something for you. Appreciate you listening. Uh, hope you're able to enjoy the tournament. Uh, I know some of you are probably going <coughs> to get, uh, get sick on Thursday and maybe Friday to come down with the bug and, and not report to work. So that's between us. So don't... Uh, no hard feelings there, but enjoy the games, uh, enjoy the tournament, hope your teams win. If you wager, wager responsibly uh, and have a great opening weekend of March Madness. Truly, in my opinion, one of the greatest sporting events uh, each calendar year. Really love it. Until next time, signing off once again, I'm Paul Stone. Thank you for listening to the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. 
Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. And visit paulstonesports.org to sign up for member-only access to Paul's college football, college basketball, and PGA Tour golf picks and predictions. 